Welcome back, friends. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo, with yet another episode of True Crime Tuesday, exploring more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. Now, since this is our first True Crime Tuesday in the month of October, the countdown to Halloween is on, so it only seemed fitting that we talk ghost stories. But of course, music lovers, we have to put a rock and roll spin on it. So let's take a peek at the 10, maybe even 11, rock and metal albums that were recorded in haunted places in an episode we're affectionately calling The Haunted Houses of Rock and Roll. The first haunted recording space is Clearwell Castle in Gloucestershire, England, the site where Black Sabbath recorded their fifth album, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, in 1973. Now, the castle itself was built in the year 1727 and had been used for recording sessions by other bands like Led Zeppelin, Mott the Hoople, and Deep Purple. And the guys in Black Sabbath played such terrifying pranks on each other throughout the recording process that eventually every one of them was terrified to be in the house. At one point, drummer Bill Ward started taking a dagger with him to bed. On another occasion, guitarist Tony Iommi recalled a story where he and Ozzy Osbourne were walking down a dark hallway when they saw a figure in a dark cloak so they followed the figure into the castle's armory to see who it was, but found no one. It's as if whoever they'd been following disappeared into thin air. Several years later in 1977, Meatloaf began recording his debut album, Bad Out of Hell, in another haunted location, Bearsville Studios in Woodstock, New York. During the recordings, Meatloaf had several ghostly encounters. Once, he saw the figure of a woman dressed in white who seemed to float past his window but Meatloaf assumed it was just another one of the band's groupies passing by. But none of the band members or the producers had any visitors that night. In another instance, he said a spirit began slamming cupboard doors and ripping the covers off of his bed. A psychic later suggested Meatloaf may have been troubled by good and bad ghosts. Either way, Bad Out of Hell went on to become one of the best-selling debut albums of all time, selling over 40 million copies worldwide and going over 14 times platinum. Flash forward to 1991, when Red Hot Chili Peppers were recording their album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, at a place called The Mansion in Hollywood, California. It had once been owned by magician Harry Houdini, and famous music producer Rick Rubin had bought the house and invited the Chili Peppers to record in it. But from the get-go, the band had strange feelings about the place. Drummer Chad Smith even refused to stay at the house with the rest of the band. He said, I'm not scared of ghosts, but I felt a presence and he wasn't the only one. On several occasions, bass player Flea reported seeing a woman in black roaming the house. Guitarist John Frusciante claimed the ghosts were friendly. So friendly, in fact, that he apparently pleasured himself in the presence of one of them. It suggested that the house is haunted by the ghost of a woman who was pushed to her death by the son of the house's original owner in 1918. But she may not be the only one. Frontman Anthony Kiedis admitted that there were ghosts, quote, everywhere, he said they came out in about four of the photos we took for the album cover session, these floating, nebulous shapes. He said it's obvious to us that there's a real world of spirits that people just aren't tuned into. And that the band accepted the fact that they were living amongst them. He said we were there to make music and to coexist in that house that was more theirs than ours. Then in 1993, Max Cavalera and the band Sepultura began recording their fifth album, Chaos A.D., at Chepstow Castle in Chepstow, Wales. The castle is the oldest surviving post-Roman stone fort in Great Britain, dating back to the year 1067, and they recorded the song 
Kaolas, live in the ruins of the castle. And although no creepy things actually happened during the recording process, sources say that the castle is haunted by the ghost of Henry Martin, an attorney who died there in 1668 after choking on a chicken bone while being held prisoner by King Charles II. Disturbances at Chepstow Castle include a ghostly game of chess being played in a locked display cabinet in the gift shop, where each day the chess pieces mysteriously have moved overnight. And from time to time, the castle's gift shop smells of onions, since it's housed in what was the castle's kitchen. The following year, in 1994, Nine Inch Nails started recording The Downward Spiral at a house on Cielo Drive in Benedict Canyon, California, the site of the infamous Manson murders where members of Charles Manson's cult brutally murdered five people, including actress Sharon Tate. And the band members never recalled seeing anything ghostly, but frontman Trent Reznor ended up pulling the plug on the space after deciding the house had too much history to handle. He received harsh criticism from family members of Sharon Tate, who attacked him for trying to capitalize on such a brutal crime. Trent soon agreed that the house was not just the site of a historical event, but a living relic of the horrifying incidents that still lived in the minds of friends and families of the victims. In addition, Trent would often arrive to the house to find bouquets of dead flowers and lit candles on the front gate, begging the question, were the roses for Charles Manson or Sharon Tate and the other murder victims? Meanwhile, in 1996, Radiohead was setting up shop in Bath, England at a 15th century mansion named St. Catherine's Court, which was once owned by actress Jane Seymour. It had been the site of several deaths over the mansion's lifetime, and the band was set to record their smash album, OK Computer. But not long after moving in, band members began to have a series of unexplained experiences. Lead singer Tom York said the mansion and its ghosts inspired him to write the song Body Snatchers, which would appear on the album In Rainbows nearly a decade later in 2007. Guitarist Johnny Greenwood also said that sometimes he would wake up in a room of the castle other than the one he fell asleep in often waking up in the castle's nursery, surrounded by creepy dolls and rocking horses. OK Computer was the first of several Radiohead albums that would later be created at St. Catherine's Court, knowing full well that the place was haunted. Even Tom York is quoted as saying that place was, quote, very haunted, and that the ghost would speak to him while he was sleeping. And finally, in 2003, the mansion in Hollywood, California, played host to another band and yet another series of unsettling run-ins with the supernatural. This time, it was as the band Slipknot was recording their third album, Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses. Frontman Corey Taylor remembers a time when he was in the shower, when all the doors to his room and the balcony were securely locked. But through a crack in the shower curtain, he saw a man in a tuxedo pass by his open bathroom door and looked straight at him. Also, founding drummer Joey Jordison said that he felt a ghostly form pass through him one time, when he was in the basement doing laundry. From that point forward, Joey refused to go in the basement. And that, my friends, is only half of our list of the haunted houses of rock and roll. Come back and join us next week as we round out the rest of our top 10 or top 11 list of the haunted houses of rock when we dive back into another episode of True Crime Tuesday. We'll see you next week.